Are you prepared to wield a weapon that will target emotional triggers and hot buttons to acquire total control of the people or situation around you? To achieve this entire state, you must learn to control yourself by overcoming any phobias using criteria and values with the ECHO technique. Today, Dr. David Snyder is with you to provide the information in a fun and effective way in achieving good things in life. Uh, we have plans to be in Australia in May or June. Um, we may even go back to Greece or Cyprus. Um, we have uh, a rain check on Canada. So yes, um, we have every, and the VIP tickets are good for those events as well, which brings me to another question. Um, one of the things you'll notice when you look at some of our events in other parts of the world, like uh, the UK or the EU, uh, all of our all of our seminar tuitions are based on the local currency. So if you if you're attending a training in the UK, it's going to be in pound sterling. If you're attending the, uh, a training in um, in the EU, it's going to be in euros. So and you know the exchange rate is significantly higher uh, for that. So it's technically more expensive for those of us in the US and, Can and Canada and Australia to go to those uh, those events in Europe. However, if you have a VIP ticket. That doesn't matter anymore. You still get to go, right? You show up. You can. I got, in fact, the last training of the five-day killer influence that we did in uh, in the UK three years ago, I had like seven people show up from the United States using their VIP tickets. So, and again, we were charging like twenty-three hundred euro or something, or twenty-three hundred pounds um, for that. So again, um, we have every intention of uh, you know there's some of the benefits of the VIP tickets. We don't offer them all the time. Um, so if it's something that you know you want to do, you want to get the one-on-one -on -one interaction, the feedback, build a, a, an, a, a, a support network for yourself, this is the best way to get that started, okay? And you combine that, you take that live event, you take the video courses that are based on that live event, and then you, you integrate that into your mastermind, and now you have the best overall training platform for becoming your absolute best version of yourself, becoming a master of influence because everything you get is being reinforced by the other aspects of the program, okay? So again, uh, for those of you who wanna take advantage of that, um, it's only for the first 15 people who register uh, for the Secrets of Human Influence training package. Um, and that goes away, by the way, that goes away when I sign off the webinar. As soon as I click the end button on the webinar, uh, that VIP ticket is no longer available. You, you'll still the you'll still be able to get the rest of the package because the deadline for that is uh, 11:59 p.m. Pacific time. But the VIP ticket is off the table. The VIP ticket is only for people who are truly committed, who want the very best for themselves. If that's you, you know what to do. Just click the link uh, in your chats and or reach out to Stephanie directly at 858-282-4663 um, or email her directly. Uh, if you call and the line's busy, it's because everybody else is calling too. Keep calling. Just keep calling until you get through. She will get back to you. But make sure that when you call, you leave a message. Every now and then people call and they just hang up. Leave your contact information. She will get back to you within 24 hours, if not sooner. If your name is on that queue, then you will qualify for the bonus ticket. But if it isn't, not so much, guys. Okay. Uh, I try to make it as easy as I can. <laughs> leave a message. Right. Um, I try to make it as easy as I can. But at the end of the day, this is this is a partnership. You show up. I'll show up. I'm going to show up even if you don't show up, but other people will. So make sure nobody else gets your seat. Grab yours before they're gone. OK, because we're only we're limiting this to only 15 people. We had over like seven, like 20, some, somewhere between 16 and 20 people um, didn't get in. 
uh, last time. So um, go ahead and, and take advantage of that, okay? So that's what I got. Total value of everything we've talked about today is $11,888. So once again, for those of you who are interested, uh, you're going to get the Secrets of Human Influence Home Study Course valued at $2,079. We're going to give you the Secrets of Human Influence Killer Influence Master Text, $418 value. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. We're going to give you Weapons of Mass Instruction, $1,950 value, 100% free. We're going to give you Objection Obliteration, $1,950 value, absolutely free. We're going to give you Charisma and Conversion, Hypnotic Presentation Skills for Speakers and Presenters, $1,950 value. We're going to give it to you free. You're going to get a free three-month trial membership to the NLP Power Mastermind Mentoring Program and unlimited access to the entire NLP Power Video Training Archive. It's over $594 value. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. You're going to get access to the, the, the monthly meetings as well as the archive. We're also going to include for you fast action takers, a stealth instant conversational hypnosis crash course valued at $997. We're going to give it to you free. And we're going to give you that VIP super ticket, which gives you your choice of any single live event in our 2020 or 2020 or 2021 and 2022 calendar, which isn't even out yet. So, um, you know, if you don't know what you want right now, stay tuned. We're going to be adding more classes and you can come to any single live event. If you can't get there from, if you want to come to an event, but you're limited by your COVID restrictions, you can attend it virtually using your ticket. Um, I would pay the freight for the live, for the, for the virtual event. Uh, and keep that live and keep that VIP ticket for to come in person. But it's up to you how you want to use it. You can even gift it to people. You can even gift it to somebody if you want to. Just let us know who you're gifting it to, so we have their name in our database. So we're going to get it to you absolutely free. But that's only for the first 15 people who enroll in uh, in the course or, or by the Super Influence Training Package today. So total value or uh, total installment is. $997, you're looking at $11,888 worth of good stuff. And that's not even counting what you're going to make from deploying these skills. Or if, if 997 is a little outside of your budget right away, you can break that up into three easy installments of just 397. And all you got to do is click that link in your chat box right there or go or type into your browser, www.killerinfluence.com forward slash go. That's www.killerinfluence.com forward slash G-O. If you have a question, call Stephanie, 858-282-4663. That's 858-282-4663. If the line is busy, leave a message with your name and callback information. She will get back to you. If, you're, if, you're, if you put your name and your contact information on the message, and one of those 15 slots is available, probably not, but if it's available, you will qualify uh, for that VIP ticket. But if we can't get back to you, we can't help you, all right? We're good at what we do, but we can't multiply zeros. You gotta do some stuff too, all right? So just go to www.killerinfluence.com forward slash geo. And uh, what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna take any questions that you have while you guys are filling out your, um, your offer, your, uh, buying your programs and stuff like that. We're gonna take a five or six minute potty break. So you guys can get uh, the pressure out of your bladders from all the caffeinated substances you've been imbibing. Then we're gonna come back and we're gonna drill down once again. Oh, Kate says, I bought the package last week and I wanna sign stress ball. 
okay, uh, next time I see you, you will have a signed stress ball made by my daughter or me. I helped her with her project and I will sign it in a Sharpie for you. Okay. Anybody who wants, um, anybody who grabs one of these packages, I have a shit ton of these uh, homemade stress balls um, from my, my daughter's craft project. Yes, was done. We do take PayPal. Reach out to Stephanie directly. Um, and uh, I think you actually, you can actually use PayPal if you use the, if you use this link, there's probably a PayPal option on that page. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll sign the, the stress ball in Sharpie and uh, <laughs> okay. Again, when you buy your package, let Stephanie know you want a stress ball and I will autograph them and we will include that. Um, uh, we'll ship it to you somehow, some way. Or if I see you at a live event, I'll give it to you there. All right. Cool. All right. I'm going to take a five minute potty break. Um, when we come back, I'll answer whatever questions you have or Stephanie or some of our uh, alumni can answer those questions. Then if it's okay with you, I want to get back to teaching you cool stuff. Would that be okay? Is that useful? Self-signed stress balls for $50 a piece. Let me think about that one, Agnes. Let me think about that one. All right. We'll see you in five minutes. Does anybody have any questions that I can answer before while, while we're on break? Happy to do it. What would now be a good time to ask those questions? How do you get access to the course in your town? It's very simple. You go to www.nlppower.com. There should be a place in the upper right-hand corner. Now, let me just show you on my screen. No, that might just be easier. All right, so here we go. So this is our website. Look at that handsome devil there, right? Uh, so you're going to go to here. And if you scroll down, let me make this bigger. Hold on a second. Log in. And then you would log in. Oops, that's not what I wanted. Anyway, you wouldn't, you should, you wouldn't go to this face, but um, if you go to your, where it says your account, there's my products. And then all the products that you, um, you've purchased or, or you have as a bonus will be here. Okay. So again, some of you, this is TMI. Some of these, this is common sense, but if it's not, if, if you go into your, in, into your products page and it's not there, call Stephanie. Please do that again. I missed it. Okay. Watch again. So I'm going to skip this part because you won't get this. But if you go to your, my account, you navigate. So, so again, you log, go to your login. 
under your my products page you should find every course you have clearance for okay and as you see i have quite a few of them right this is also while we're on this this is also one of the reasons why at the live events we always say before you um sign up for any of our big training packages you come and talk to us first because when you when you joined our webinar when you when you joined our, our event you had a very specific set of outcomes in mind once we get to know you and we know what you want to achieve we can show you the the minimum number of courses to take to get the skill sets you want Otherwise, if you're just coming in looking looking at this, you have no you have no idea at all where to start. So this is one of the services that we offer. If you know what you want to be able to do, but you have no idea what course to start with in Planet David, call us. We will give you the least amount of courses to take, where to start, where to go next, and where to go next. That is a service that we provide we give but you got to know what you want and then you give us a call and we will make recommendations and then it's up to you to choose um whatever program or set of programs meets your needs that's our job okay as much as i would love you to buy every single thing in the catalog we're always adding new stuff to the catalog we want you we want to map for you the shortest distance between where you are and where you want to be the question was asked do i do any of richard bandler's identity by design stuff or not our um, design human engineering. Um, there are things that I do and things that I teach that have elements of Richard's um, design human engineering in it, but I've never actually taken that course from him. Um, so I can't actually answer that question 100% ethically. I know the basic premise. And from that perspective, Yes, there are some things that are very, very uh, parallel to uh, Richard's design human engineering course, but our stuff is, is sourced from many different locations and many different resources. So that's the best answer I can give you, okay? Does that help? Okay, so let me go back to uh, this. All right, so if, you, if this is something you know you wanna Take advantage of how to strengthen rapport after three magic questions. Yui, if you do three magic questions right, your rapport is going to be so strong, you're not going to be able to pry them away with a crowbar. That's exactly what three magic questions is designed to do. Um, it's designed to create connection and rapport bordering on romantic love, in many cases, in as little as 20 minutes. Right, um, but it, it, it's, it's extraordinarily powerful. Okay, any other questions before we go back to uh, the teaching segment of today's webinar? Go ahead and type your questions now. All right, for any more questions about passwords and websites, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer you to Stephanie. Uh, we want to stay focused. Matt Hutchins, I have killer influence from a few years ago. Is the UK version worth getting, or is it worth getting identity by design? Matt, that really depends on what direction you want to go, okay? Um, as far as identity by design goes, identity by design is great uh, if you plan on doing therapy or, or therapeutic interventions. Otherwise, 
and, and I like the, the Killer Influence UK version. It has uh, it's 27 videos as opposed to 17, if I, if I remember correctly. It was a five-day Killer Influence training as opposed to a four-day. And we covered a ton of attraction stuff um, in that course. So that those of you who are worth it. They're both worth getting, but which one I recommend is basically based on the answer to your question, what is it that you want to achieve? If your goal is to be a hypnotherapist, coach, um, mentor, you want to go with identity by design. If your goal is persuasion, sales, influence, uh, attraction, dating, marketing, then you want to go with the killer influence program, right? So you need to decide what your emphasis is going to be and then plug in the appropriate call. Okay. If you are any kind of coach and you don't have the identity by design techniques, you are dancing on one leg. These are some of the most powerful transformational um, methods that are actually really, really simple to deploy um, in any coaching context. So hold on a second. There's a lot of I see questions in the chat that are now coming up. Um, Stephanie is a goddess. Yes, I agree. David, how do we get over the need for permission and initiate the engagement, be it in selling, flirting, conflict, or combat? All right, GD, I need to know what you mean by the need for permission. Are you talking about internal permission, permission for you to do these things um, and, and, and take action? Or are you talking about permission granted from another person? I don't know. I don't know what the context is when you say you need the need for permission. So if you can ask me a better question, uh, I can give you a better answer. And by the way, just uh, FYI, um, obviously there's a lot of questions in the chat and because of the, the format that we're following, um, it's not always possible for me to answer every single question. If you have a burning question and I don't answer it, when this, play, when this replay goes live on YouTube or wherever, if you go to the comments section for the replay of this video and you retype your question, I always go back and reread the comments. If you re-ask your question, I will do my best to actually give you an answer in written form below your, com your, your, your com question in the comment box, okay? That's my promise. I always go back and read the comments. I always do. Um, so if I don't, for some reason, I don't answer your question because we're on a we're on a schedule. Just type it in the chat, or type it in the uh, in the comment section, and you will get your you will get an answer. Okay. Uh, let's see here. All right. I think that's all we got for now. Okay, when I say act silly, I don't mean, I say, I mean playful, I don't mean silly. So the whole idea is when you enter the interaction, you don't goof off, you just act very, very relaxed, very casual, very like go with the flow, right? Just allow yourself to, you know, it's just water off a duck's back, right? But the more upbeat you are, the more good natured and good humored you are, even amongst these serious people, the more you're going to leverage their compliance, their their their, um, their willingness to capitulate to your asks. Okay. Um, the worst thing you can do. Sorry, I just had to throw something away. The worst thing you can do is buy into their seriousness, because that's that that attempt to make you buy into their seriousness is an attempt to break your frame. 
It's an attempt to control you and influence you emotionally, and therefore your cognition. Even, and they may consciously understand it, they may not. Negotiations, uh, professional negotiators, they push all kinds of emotional buttons to get people to look at, to, to get that amygdala uh, supercharged. So you really need to practice being laid back, easygoing, um, and just, if not playful, at least good natured and humorous and upbeat. Okay. Okay. So GD, if you have guilt about initiating an, an interaction, you need the identity by design techniques. Okay. That's exactly what you need. That's what, that's what identity by design, the identity by design system. Those are the kind of things that it was designed for. Okay. For inner game. <clears throat> okay. All right. You guys ready to play a little bit? Type yes if you're ready to play some more. Okay, cool. All right, so here's what's gonna happen now. Now we're gonna we're gonna kind of go around. A lot of the things that we talked about go back to criterion values. A lot of the things that we talked about go into three magic questions. One of the fundamental building blocks, and uh, Limitless Lucario is asking, where do I start if I wanna learn auto-hypnosis? Identity by design. And you'll also get, um, yeah, identity by design. That's where you start, okay? Um, so a lot, both of these techniques, if you were to actually diagram how this looks in terms of a flow chart, let me see, I'll just, I'll just use the whiteboard feature, right? So, <clears throat> so you have uh, criterion values, you have three magic questions, you have the resistance removal protocol, right? Uh, how many of you were on last week where I, where I taught these, right? This is how it all comes together, okay? So you've got these three distinct areas, right? The emotional bonding checklist allows you to connect whatever somebody wants to whatever you offer. Three magic questions allows you to take somebody from stranger to intimate connection in as little as 20 minutes. Resistance removal formula allows you to make somebody want to do the things they just said they didn't want to do. All right, so you have three techniques here. Does everybody see this okay? What do all these things have in common? They all begin with the same technique. A technique is the echo technique. What is the echo technique? The echo technique is to use a person's exact words as a delivery mechanism and a jumping off, uh, jumping off point to 
to control the conversation. How do you use the echo technique? Repeat a person's exact words. That's exactly what you do. For the purposes of this training, are you guys all with me? Am I, you guys cannot, you guys all see the screen I'm using right here? I need to look at the chat and make sure people are getting this. Okay, good. Um, so, hold on a second. Okay, this won't let me, it's, okay, selector, here we go. So, if you look at how all this kind of works together, You can use the echo technique to, to, to enter and work within each of these. But you can also use the echo technique to transition from one to the other seamlessly. Does that make sense? Why do we use the echo technique? Why is this so important? <clears throat> Once again, here's the, gonna jump back to our, um, oh, I don't wanna do PowerPoint, sorry. That's not what I want. Uh, here we go, okay. Here's why we need to use the echo tech. This is what we need to understand. This is especially important for you, uh, you newcomers and first timers. For a lot of the, 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 the not so new people, uh, this is again, review, but it, it's review that needs to happen, okay? Did I got that, did I? Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> the echo technique is the single most important neurological technique that we teach because it allows you to do every other thing that we just talked about better. This is how you maximize people's attentions in minimum time, okay? Um, when, when a person gets their very own words coming back to them, they, their neurology literally orients on the source of those words. Let me explain this. Human beings, um, we talked about, somebody asked about this earlier. There's this concept I teach in identity in the old identity by design systems called the acceptance, rejection, projection, connection. What that means is we create a self-concept. And that self-concept is uh, a, a bunch of conclusions that we reach about ourselves and the world about us through an, an, an unlimited, an, an incalculable number of filters and processes. But what happens is when we finally come to that conclusion about the way the world is, who I am in the world, what's right and wrong in my world, I have this little internal image of what that looks like. And part of me actually looks at that representation of the way the world is supposed to be, not the way the world is, the way the world's supposed to be, and I make judgments about it. And what happens is simultaneously, just like shining, a, the, the act of looking at yourself inside shines a light on that image that you've made and it reflects 
outside of you. And what I mean by that is you will start to project that internal image you have of yourself and the way the world is supposed to be onto everyone around you, right? When you, and, and what's going on literally with human beings is that human beings are moving through the world looking for the closest match to the person they see inside themselves subconsciously. They're listening for the person who speaks closest to the way that person speaks inside themselves. They're, everything about them is oriented to finding the match. And basically what your, your neurology is literally doing every moment of every day, it's just like a, like a radar. You know how radars work, right? They send out a little sound wave or a little electromagnetic wave. It hits something, it bounces back. And then that bounce back is interpreted by the machine. Well, human beings have this kinesthetic, visual kinesthetic pinging that they're doing. And what they're doing is they're sending out messages. And when, and when the reflection comes back, the more it matches that internal checklist that that person's created, the faster and deeper into rapport and attraction they fall. So one of the fastest ways that you can, and the moment that happens, it's autonomic. It's, it's, it's just something you're neurologically, the moment it checks off a box, your nervous system's scanning, and all of a sudden it gets a ping that matches it. And then it starts to focus. And it orients on the source of the sameness to the degree that it matches the internal checklist, right? This is where your criterion values come in. This is where your three magic questions come in. This is where resistance removal comes in, where it's most telling the bridge that allows you to go from you to the other person in a way that forces them to neurologically pay attention to you and to fall deeper and deeper into rapport and connection and want to tell you more stuff. The simple, most powerful way to do that is to use the, to echo the exact words that come out of their mouth in the order and sequence they came out. It is a perfect key to lock fit between that person's internal image and internal checklists and you. Okay, this is live. Yes, this is live. Okay, so when we go back and we look at, oh, I think that, I think that erased, didn't it? Nope. Okay, um, all right. So the echo technique is where we start. All right, so let's look at some of the reasons why we do this. Because it's going to be, it, normally I don't spend as much time on the echo technique because if you've watched any of our videos uh, on YouTube, we cover this a lot. You see me do this a lot. But it's really, really important. It's really, really important when we start doing three magic questions. <clears throat> the echo technique is by far the most powerful way to communicate with another human being. When you use it, it literally forces a person's neurology to pay attention to you many times to the exclusion of everything else. How many of you ever had this experience? You're at a party, it's very noisy, you're talking to somebody or maybe you're off in the corner and somebody mentions your name from across the room and you turn around and you look at that person, even though they're not even talking to you. You ever had that experience? Yes or no? If you haven't, it's okay, but how many of you ever had that experience? Okay, the reason that happened is that you have two levels of attention 
that your neurology pays. You have the conscious attention, and then you have the unconscious attention. Your neurology is always unconsciously scanning for everything in the environment that's related to you. It may not do it within your conscious awareness, but when it senses something that's important to you at the unconscious level, many times it will give you a ping at the conscious level. When you deliberately start using the echo technique, you hack that, that deeper level of awareness. It causes a person's neurology to literally orient on you to the exclusion of everything else because what's coming in is such a perfect fit to what to the context, the environment, and all the internal neurological, mental, and emotional associations connected to those words. It's perfect. The entire neurology lights up like a Christmas tree. Okay. Okay. How to eliminate one of the best things about the echo technique. How many of you guys here hate small talk? Right. Or are always worried about what to say or, or whatever. When you start to use the echo technique on another human being, they will start to run off at the mouth. Your problem won't be figuring out what to say. It'll be getting the other person to shut up long enough so you can say it. But the best part is you don't want them to shut up because one of the things that the echo technique does is it neurologically primes the receiver, the person hearing their words coming back to them, to want to talk more. They want, they, they, they feel so heard, so connected, so understood by you that they want to share more with you and they're loving it. And what happens is they just start running off at the mouth. And here's the best part about this folks. The longer they talk, the more connected, trusting and attracted to you, they tend to become. Okay. Bernardine says, I've been trying to use the echo technique, but it feels like it doesn't make sense. Like it's out of context for me to repeat their words. You may not be delivering it congruently and you may be actually assigning the wrong meaning to what you're doing. We'll talk about that in a minute, just to make it more relevant. Okay. Um, so this sends very powerful signals of sameness to the person. And this is one of the things when it comes to attraction, we have to walk the tightrope, the tightrope of being different enough to be interesting, but same enough to be comfortable and, and trustable. Okay. And that's one of the things that the uh, three magic questions, uh, which has the echo technique embedded in it is going to do for you. Okay. Um, so again, one of the things that we you know, I first learned about this, this concept uh, in my attraction in, in my pickup artist days, uh, and there was this concept we call validation. Validation is that feeling of being approved of, of being uh, acceptable in somebody's world or acceptable to another human being. One of the things that happens when a person gets their very own language coming back to them is it signals that the person that's giving them their words back has paid attention at a level that pe most people don't normally get paid attention to and they're desperate for it. The other thing does, it does is it signals acceptance of those words by the other person. In other words, when they feel their words coming back to them, it sends a message of, I've heard you and I approve of you. 
it's it it triggers validation feelings in the mind of the listener the person receiving their words back to them in such a way that they feel that you've granted them your approval and once they have that type of approval that kind of connection they bond with you and they don't want to give it up so it's it, think of the echo technique as the glue that cements all of the things you're doing to you emotionally speaking right and you can do this at a very superficial level you can do it at a very uh, deep level you know uh, you know one of the most powerful cross contextual techniques that we can use for language rapport and emotional bonding is the echo technique okay again there's a whole we have a whole in fact if you if you look at last week's webinar uh chris stombaugh was on he said we did we practically did a um a graduate level course on the echo technique we're not going to we're not going to do that here but we are going to we're going to cover it enough that you know what it is how i want you to train it and why it's so important in, in the big picture because it allows us to bridge and transition from all those different other conversational frameworks that we're using does this make sense so far uh Wistunder is asking what concept subjects work best with the echo technique pretty much any of them Okay. Yeah. The best thing you can do is just start by asking a question, uh, uh, signaling acknowledgement, repeating their words and asking another question. Echo technique literally is endless. If you understand it, it doesn't seem like that when you're just learning it, it seems big. This is all I can say. This is the only thing this is the only way I can say it. Last week, I did a complete breakdown of all the different ways you can use the echo technique in normal organic conversations, both for verbatim and with changes in the in the uh, paralanguage. Do you phrase it like a question? You absolutely can phrase it like a question. You can also phrase it like a statement, right? Right. Okay. What are the three magic? Well, I'm glad you asked. What are the three magic questions? All right. Uh, let's go back to this. All right, so let's look at the 3MQ. Three magic questions. Is how to make people like, love, and trust you in as little as 20 minutes. The three magic questions is a code for three categories of question. Okay, it's a conversational framework that allows two people who are strangers to rapidly generate pleasurable, stimulating conversations that trigger deeper levels of emotional attraction, trust, and bonding. Okay, um, here's how I would organize this I would say for most people, this should be your priority. This should be the next piece because for attraction, you, you may or if you use the traditional straight uh three magic questions process there's a high probability that you'll generate attraction high probability um but if you want to make certain that you generate attraction you have to modify your report technique just a little bit to something we call vibing which we cover in uh, our rapid attraction secrets program killer influence and um rapid rapid attraction secrets killer influence and I think we cover it in CPI as well. So um, 
But by and large, if you just follow the process we're giving you, you'll be good. You'll be in the good enough category. Um, so if we want to trigger trust and bonding and then ultimately attraction, they'll do it. Three magic questions. Each category of the questions stimulates a more primal, deeper level in the subject's mind. So the three magic questions is a way of going from a very superficial level of interaction, complete stranger, to a very deep, intimate level of interaction in as little as 20 minutes. Now, I wouldn't rush to get through the 20-minute window. I would take as much time as is pleasurable for you to do it, because if you're having a good time, chances are the other person is too. But it does create intense bonding and self-disclosure. One of the reasons that it creates intense bonding and self-disclosure is because embedded within uh, this process is the echo technique. You'll remember that we told you that echo technique stimulates uh, self-disclosure. So some guidelines that we want to follow uh, when we're doing three magic questions. And by the way, the, the three levels, let me uh, slide this over here. The three levels for three magic questions is location, occasion, Level one. And it's going to be career, play, and passion. That's level two. And then finally, um, early positive childhood experiences. We call that level three. Okay. So the again, if you want to know what the categories of question are, level one, location, occasion. These are questions about the venue you're at or the reason you're there. Okay. So venue, reason. Career level two, career play and passion. These are questions about what you people do for a living, what they love to play at, uh, what they're passionate about. Okay. And then early positive childhood experiences. These are some of the most powerful memories that you can access. You never, you never use level three questions unless, until rather, they have passed. tests level one and two. So what do I mean by tests? Three magic questions. First of all, I did not create three magic, the, the three magic questions concept. I adapted the three magic questions from a book uh, written, a book called Love Trances by a man named uh, Craig Ravinsky. And he had, I'd seen many various forms of this particular template before. He had the cleanest, uh, most user-friendly uh, approach. I highly recommend you grab that book, Support Craig. It's the only book he ever wrote. Uh, he's actually thrilled to death that we actually name him as a source. Um, but Three Magic Questions was originally designed as a conversational hypnosis framework designed for women to use on men for the specific purpose 
of doing two things at the same time. The first was to generate attraction in the other person, in the other person. The second part was to generate an evaluation to cause this person to give you information that would allow the female utilizing 3MQ to determine if this person was a good potential mate or not in as little as 20 minutes. So it's actually doing two things at the same time. It's simultaneously generating attraction in the recipient and it's generating enhanced self-disclosure, chemistry connection and bonding. So this person literally will give up more and more and more information about themselves that allows you as the person administering the questions to test and decide if this person is acceptable and matches your values or not. Does that make sense? So one of the things that you have to be doing in three magic questions, write this down, always be testing. Every answer that comes out of the person's mouth is something that you must echo, analyze and repeat back to them and then guide the conversation from within. But the reason that you must remember and analyze is because everything they say is going to allow you to build an internal profile of this person to compare with what you want in a partner, what you want in a relationship, whether that's an intimate relationship, a business relationship, uh, you know, a, a long distance or, or whatever. What, if you just want a friend, you can do that. It doesn't matter. But the, the thing that has to happen is you have to have good state control and you have to always remember that the ant when you're utilizing three magic questions you are always in the psychological position of evaluating their answers and then reusing them and for the purpose of making a determination do they do i keep them or not where in my world does this person fit if they fit at all and then you have to have the resolution the state control to set those boundaries and maintain them. Are you following? And there's a, and a again, there's a reason why I'm talking about all this non-technical stuff first, because if you just start applying three magic questions willy nilly, you will become a victim of the attraction you generate because this will affect you very powerfully too. So you have to be in control of yourself you must know what you want, what you will not accept, where your boundaries are, and you must maintain them. One of the ways that you can do that is by always be evaluating, always be testing. Okay? Always be evaluating, always be testing. Okay? Uh, let's see here. So, Let's talk about level one questions. A couple of guidelines. Whenever you ask, whenever you begin the three magic questions protocol, here's the first thing that, again, everything I'm telling you now presupposes what you're, you already got your state control down, you have your outcome set, all that good stuff. You know how to use your echo technique. Whenever you begin the three magic questions protocol, you always stick to open-ended questions. These are questions that have that, that force the person to give you an explanation, an opinion or to tell you a story, okay? 
You understand that? It filters. If you ask a question that can be answered with a yes or no, you're not doing three magic questions because there's no place to go from that answer. You have to always, always, always ask open-ended questions. So uh, one of the very common approaches back in the pickup and seduction days, what we call an opinion opener, where they walk up to somebody and say, hey, uh, I just saw you over here. I just, I, just, I just have a quick question. My friend and I are having an argument. You know, which do you think is sexier, boxers or briefs, right? And I'm curious as to what, why that is, right? Again, we're not gonna do that. When we start asking open-ended questions, we're gonna to start to ask questions about the venue that you're at or the reason you're there. So one of the things that might happen, I might walk up to somebody at a bar and I might say, hey, curious about something real quick. What are the, what are the drink specials, right? Now this person's gonna start talking to me about what the drink specials are, right? And now I can begin to repeat back what they said. I can ask more questions. And I can start to create a very superficial interaction. And that is exactly what your level one questions are designed to do. Can you guys see my, okay, you can, I want to make sure you guys can see everything. All right, level one questions are designed, are about the venue or the reason that they're there. And they're designed to do one very specific thing. They're designed to open the interaction. They're designed in a very safe, non-invasive, non-creepy way to get a person out of their head and into the world looking at you. So let me show you this on the, on the whiteboard screen really quickly. At any given moment, People can be in one of four brainwave or brain states. They can be internally focused. They can be externally focused. So they can be in their own head or they can be outside observing the world. They can be associated or they can be dissociated. Now, best way to understand associated versus dissociated is if you've ever played a video game, anybody here ever play a video game? Or at least know what it is, what a video game is? Yes or yes? Okay, so you know that when you play a video game, you have perspectives or points of view, right? You have first person, second person. So if you're playing a first person shooter, like if you're running through a war game, like you're seeing, you're seeing down the gun barrel as if you're looking at it through your own eyes, right? Well, neurologically, the more associated you are into something, the more intensely you feel it, the more, in, the more you identify and embody as it. The more dissociated you are, the more emotional distance you have, the less you feel, the less things can interact with you. Most human beings at any given moment are moving through the world in a state of internal dissociation. In other words, they're in their heads, they're making pictures, laundry lists, they're doing everything but being present externally in the moment with you, right? The goal of level one questions, again, write this down, the goal of level one questions is to shift that person's mental state from internal to external. 
from dissociated to associated. So literally it makes them completely present and oriented on you. And it does it in a very casual, conversational, non-creepy, non-hey, I'm hitting on you kind of way. And the, and the way you do that is you simply say, pardon me, I'm, I'm curious about something. Um, are you, did, all right, what do you think of the band? Or, or if you're at a wedding reception, what do you think of those centerpieces, right? These are very simple, very innocuous. Oh, by the way, hey, can you, I, I need, I, just get, let me ask you some, uh, your opinion on something real quick. Do you think the brown is better or the black? Right? Are you here with your friends or did you come by yourself? What brought you out tonight? These are all very, very simple, very, very basic, superficial questions that people will have no, usually have very little uh, reticence to answer because they're not threatening. They're not, they're not asking for any really personal, deep or private information. But what it does is it gives you an excuse to interact. It gives you the, a bridge that allows you to begin to uh, go through the conversational template and prime them for deeper level responses. Okay. There's some stuff going on in the YouTube chat. I'm not sure what that's about, but are you guys with me so far? So level one question, location, occasion, open-ended questions. Okay. Now, Let's look at something that's very, very important um, in terms of how we deploy this. So the moment we're going to talk about, I want to talk for a moment about uh, softeners. <clears throat> softeners are conversational lubricators. Here's what I mean by that. If I walk up to somebody and I say, hey, I was wondering, what do you, what do you find most fascinating about what you do? Okay, they may or may not answer me, right? But if I go up to somebody and I say, hey, hey I'm curious about something. You know, I'm hoping I'm bothering you. Uh, I'm curious about something. How did you decide to become XYZ? Or I was wondering, what do you find most fascinating about what you do, right? Do you notice how when you, you put the I'm wondering or let me ask you this or the just so I understand you better qualifier, <clears throat> in front of the question, it makes it soft and conversational. This is something that we always want to be doing. This is also one of the reasons why a lot of highly trained people in neurolinguistics fail. Um, because one of the reasons that they fail is because NLP is extremely powerful. And what do I mean by that? When you deploy a lot of the conversational techniques in NLP on other people, um, they, they have a dramatic effect on them. And even though the person doesn't know what you did, they know you did something. And so it makes them very reactant. When you apply softeners, which are like preframes, they're kind of like, here's why I'm about to ask you or tell you what I'm about to ask you or tell you. It's kind of what the, the phenomenon of a softener is. So these are some examples. I would write these down. Let me ask you this. So I'm curious. I was wondering, just so I understand you better, okay? If you lead every question with one of these statements or a statement like it, the conversation, there will be a lot less resistance to the question, right? If you, if you see people starting to get defensive, many times it's because you've asked a question that's very direct without softening. 
you always need to be softening what you do. Does that make sense? One of the reasons that my stuff comes across very fluid, very organic, is I spend a huge amount of time softening what I do. Um, does that make sense? Cool. All right. So when in doubt, soften. You're never going to go wrong softening. In fact, you can actually compound soften and, and make things even more powerful. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm trying to figure out. I'm starting to move all my screens around, so I'm getting lost half the time. All right. Um, going back to this, how to compound soften. Jeff is asking, how do I compound soften? It's very simple. Jeff, if I were going to ask somebody a question, like a level one question, I might go up to him and pull a Columbo. So and I was wondering something, Can I, let me ask you this. Uh, I was wondering, what do you find most fascinating about what you do? Thank you for listening to the unlimited influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call me at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer.